What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm here with Matt. This week we're going to talk about X-Men Dark Phoenix, the Mandalorian series on Disney+, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of the Skywalker, and we're going to talk about Game of Thrones, Episode 1 of Season 8. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. We've had a new trailer for uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, come out. First, I want to talk about the trailer. Then I'll get into some other issues as far as political stuff. Uh, not not like political, political stuff, but like behind-the-scenes stuff and stuff about the context of the movie and right. within the Disney-Fox merger deal. But um, right now, let's get into the trailer itself. I thought the trailer was good, right? Yeah, uh, It I looks like agree. a very good movie. I think... I think that I don't know what the script. I don't know if there were any script changes between now and and um, after the Fox Disney deal was known at their level. Yeah, it seems like yeah. I don't think there'll be much because this they said this is their swan song. So, but was it that way at the beginning, or do you know? Uh, I'm I mean, not sure. I'm not sure if their intent. When you you're thinking possibly a, a change, so they could close that on their end as well. Yeah, yeah. Either I mean, I way, think, yeah. Right? I think yeah. I think mainly to to provide some closure. Right, yeah. um, but beyond that, uh, you know, I I think that they're kind of like screw it, we're gonna do whatever we we can, uh, you know, we're gonna do whatever now, um, and mm. and we're gonna make the movie that we've wanted to make since. Mm. I mean, this is yeah within that arc alone, this is what movie four. Yeah, I I think that that would have made sense for those guys. I mean, they they've invested in it, they built to this that you know they're gonna do their piece. I would think, mm. but. You know who knows? I mean, I I think they would go that route though. That would be yeah. my that would be my guess. Yeah. So let's talk about storyline and um, let's talk about the trailer itself. Storyline, um, the story of Dark Phoenix is very much close to what they're doing in the trailer. The trailer they go to space. Um, the mm-hmm. Jean Grey's character goes out and is sucks in this energetic force from space, and then this energetic force possesses her to a point. To where she turns against the X Men, and um, becomes this this villainous character against all mutants, against all mankind, mm-hmm. all mutants, and um, it takes a force to to be able to destroy her. It ultimately, ends up destroying um, her as, as a whole within that universe. Um, later on to come back, um, we're we're not able to see a whole lot much a whole lot more from the trailer other than you know she's she gets this force like like she does in the comics. And then she just turns like full out badass mode, yeah, and starts just wrecking everyone. So, um, and character shots we can talk about. You know the the we've got um, some cool nightcrawler shots, and Matt and I disagree on nightcrawler, but yeah. But I will. I, I do have to say, not not a fan of nightcrawler. I think I made that clear in the last episode. But I will say they uh, what I've seen from the short trailer. Nightcrawler stepped his game up a little bit. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see how what, what they do with him. But uh, I'm, in, I'm interested to find out. We got um, uh, the trailer before this. We saw that Mystique dies yes. within the movie. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it's not a spoiler to say that that was nope. within the trailer. We see that uh, Magneto has a lot of damage to him. Uh, right. She rips the rips the, um, the helmet, the helmet off, apart yeah. and starts, you know, binds it against him again and just throws them out the window 
Um, I mean, that right there just shows you the sheer force of yeah. this and this just energy that she has. I mean, it is intense. Yeah. And yeah, to be absolutely. able to do that to, to Magneto is, a, is no small feat. They do that. They, um, they've got some other stuff as far as like her causing wreckage. I don't remember anything specifically as far as, you know, any specific characters. I know they've got like her bringing, or presumably her bringing, a down, bringing down a helicopter. I know the helicopter comes down. Um, it would have been cool if they would have done like a Quinjet type of thing. That would have been sweet. Or like the X Men jet, and if they yes. would have, like, she would have like brought that down. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah, she. Know. Maybe she does. That's yeah, just that could be, be bring down the, number one. Yeah. You don't know. Definitely, it could be a part of the uh, the actual movie itself whenever it comes out. Right. I think they're probably telling a little bit more than what I would be comfortable with. Yeah. From a movie trailer, I think I feel like we're getting a whole lot of the story and not like just the first act, like sure. we typically do with um, yep. trailers nowadays. Hmm. Uh, I mean, was there anything that caught your eye within the trailer that, that, um, you know, that you're like, oh my God, this is going to be huge or, or anything that you're like, like that you noticed that we haven't went over so far. I, I think what you said is exactly what I took away from it too. It's like, they're not leaving much. I mean, they've done their kind of, I'm assuming maybe of course trailer, not a lot there, but, um, you're seeing act one, act two. I mean, you're kind of getting the lay of the land and you're, and you're not only seeing, you know, her, her transition, but then you're seeing her after the transition. So there's not a lot left there. And again, it's going to be what happens in the third act of whatever, um, you know, this movie true, you know, wants to take through, but, um, but, you know, I, I would have rather have uh, seen a little bit less, you know, yeah. in, in my opinion to, to tease me in of course we'll see it of course we'll see it and i think most yeah. people will go see it it's been a great franchise so um but i do think it was a little bit uh they, they exposed too much yeah absolutely and so i mean you're you talked about you know whether people will go see it or not and, and i think you're right i think people will go and go see it just for the sake that's a good movie but knowing you know i, I don't think that i don't think the fox disney merger did any help to the the audience that that um, the X-Men Dark Phoenix would have brought in mm-hmm. before the dark, or before the Disney Fox merger. And right. get, don't get me wrong. I'm very happy that it's, it's happened. I'm, I'm very happy that, you know, in s- sometime within, you know, the next, um, whether it's the next year or five years, we're going to start to see some of those uh, characters cross over. We mm-hmm. might see a mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movie. We might see um, Silver Surfer. We might see Doctor Doom and if they could just, under the MCU. Just do those right. I mean, we yeah. talked about that before, and I think that hopefully they can... Do yeah, it get right the feeling, now. I mean, right? get, Silver Surfer is such thing. a cool character, yeah. and I think that you know they've never been able to do that right yet. So, does it does it really matter that this movie exists now in the in the grand scheme of things? We know that this is going to be the last one. There's there's no continuity to this movie other than the continuity that holds up in itself. You know, it's 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 different than I think the end of something like. Uh, Hunger Games, yeah, like you know, Hunger Games ends, and we know that's gonna be the end of Hunger Games, but that doesn't affect it because we all want to see a resolution to the story. This isn't really a resolution. No, there's it's no, not at all. Because there's, we know that there's a new start coming, right? So, it's it's there's no. Does that affect the box office numbers? Does that affect the amount of people that that they're trying to bring in to you know fill butts with seats? Or vice versa for those that aren't dyslexic. <laughs> I, I think what I think what's going to be well, first off, I, I, when's the release date? I'm not sure. 
Uh, I think it's like um, it's later summer, early fall. Yeah, summertime. If they get hit in the summertime, I think it's going to help them. But again, they're going to be very. They have to be strategic when they put this out too, because again, it's like everyone. If they if people that are truly invested in in the X Men and the series and the movies that have been going on, of course, you're going to want to see this. But if it's up against something else that's fresher and it's newer or the beginning of something else and you're going to the movies, what are you going to go see? It's like, oh, I'll wait and see that on Blu-ray and mm-hmm. I'll go see this. So I think that I think it's going to make a huge difference in the box office of when they release this. If it's up against you know a couple week, no, weeks yeah, in the summer, nothing, they, got, oh. they have to be the lead movie that weekend to get that initial grab. And I think that they'll be fine. I think it's going to do well at the box office. I think it'll make its money back, but um, potentially what it could do, if you knew there was more coming, would obvious, obviously uh, well, pile on top of that. But I think it's going to do well. I, I don't think that it's going to shy people away. But again, when you're in that in that summertime mode, I mean, we've got superhero movies coming after superhero movies already. But then when you have that coming and whatever else again that could be up against it, that has to be considered. And I think they'll strategically look at that. I'm, I, again, I don't know that there is a date yet. Uh, it's it's June seventh, actually. So oh it's, wow! It's a lot sooner than um, wow. Yeah, that's what that's I around thought. the corner. Um, let me. Uh, it's I know it's going to be going up within the later, not not opening weekend. Yeah, it's going to be going up against um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I'm now, is Spider-Man coming out the same time, or has Spider-Man already been out? Uh, no, Spider-Man's coming out after, so you're, you're okay. going to get okay. X-Men. So, you're, so they're going to get they're going to get that initial piece, yeah. and you may get the people that are going to be the like, people the, lagging behind on right. Uh, on and the people that can't get into Spider-Man will go see this. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I think Detective Pikachu comes out around that time too. Uh, that comes out the 15th of uh, uh, May. May, okay. Of May, I believe. So let me let me see what's opening up against because I mean that's that is huge. It's definitely within like. You know, I, I think that a, a later release would have been a lot more um, would have been a lot more skillful play for those guys. So yeah, Detect Pikachu comes out the tenth of May. Who who owns Pikachu? Um, that's not Fox, is it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, because what banner? Are you I don't. Out? I doubt they would be trying to hurt themselves either. So. Well, I think here. the bottom line, I think that we realize that this is obviously a, a scenario that, that in, in the right timing, it'll work. It'll come out. It'll do well. It's going to do well anyways, like I said. But I think that in order for it to hit those huge box office numbers, it's going to have to, it's going to have the timing is going to have to be right for it too. But again, I mean, I'm looking at someone like, you know, Josh and I, who both know and understand that the context of the way this movie is being released and knowing that's the end of this particular run with Fox and all that stuff, that we're still going to see it. And um, I think a lot of people will probably carry the same, uh, yeah. that, that same attitude yeah, towards I don't, it. I don't think that, you know, it's it's a big enough deal to where I don't think that anybody's going to go in not knowing yeah. that, you know, what's going on as far as the yeah. the Fox Disney thing goes. Um, Aladdin comes out, Brightburn comes out, um, the 24th or up before it. Um, Godzilla that, comes good. out the week after that. Okay. So yeah, they gotta they gotta hit it hot then. I mean, they're gonna have to hit it hot. It comes then, out against um, Life of Pets two, which you know not same demographic. I don't think. Um, no. Uh, the week after that, it comes out against Men in Black, um, International, and Shaft. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna do Shaft. 
Yeah, the so Shaft Two or is it Shaft? No, it's just reboot. reboot. Yeah, it's re- well, actually, Shaft? I think I think it's like Shaft, but Shaft has a kid. Oh, jeez, Junior so, Shaft. Yeah, it's got. Um, By the way, Shaft's awesome, but I mean, really, yeah, well, it's got it's got um, Samuel Jackson on it. So. Oh, okay, all right. I'll probably watch it. I may not watch it in the theaters, but I'll watch it at some point. I will watch it, that's for yeah. sure. I don't know if I'll plunk down the cash for uh, Shaft, the, the yeah. reboot. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think it'll do fine. I, I, I think they're probably on, I think they're probably estimating probably low. Um, so, I would say, you know, probably $20 million on opening weekend or something like that. Yeah. Is my guess. Yeah. But, you know, let us know. Let yeah. us know in the comments on this video or when we post things up on um, Facebook on Sunday, um, whenever we post the, the actual podcast links, yeah. let us know what you think as far as um, these things go. Whether do you think it matters um, that X-Men Dark Phoenix um, is going to be the last one within the franchise under the Fox banner? Um, do you think that's going to affect box office scores? Are you going to go see it? Um, we're going to go see it. Let us know what, you, what your thoughts are in the comments below. Unfortunately... That's all that we're going to give to you guys. That's right. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast where you subscribe to podcast at. If you're not, um, if you can't find us there, let me know and I'll make sure that we get on there. Absolutely. But see you guys next week and see you guys on the rest of the podcast episode. All right. So segue. (laughs) Blatant, obvious segue. Mandalorian. Mandalorian news. They Mm. obviously had the panel last week. Yeah. We recorded before the panel. So we really didn't get to talk about it too much other than there was going to be a panel and that um, it looked cool, right? So um, now that we've seen, you know, everything that there is to see with uh, with Mandalorian thus far, what are your what are your first thoughts whenever it comes to Mandalorian? Oh, well, visually, awesome. Yeah. I, I think visually it's just great. Um, I think that uh, they captured it. And it's, I mean, we're talking about a TV show. That looked like a movie. Yeah. You know, and I think they're sparing no expense. No, you know? yeah, absolutely. I think that you're right. I think that Disney's got the money, right? Yeah, they, got, they, can, they got the production, they got the money, they got yeah. everything. So, I mean, I think I think next uh, Netflix does a pretty good job as far as production levels. I agree, yeah. But I think HBO, Game of Thrones level production levels yeah. for the Disney Plus services to where they're, they're going to put the same budget yeah. that they're putting into most of their movies into these TV shows. I mean, granted yeah. that that budget is probably going to stretch over eight episodes or something like that, but sure. there's, you know, it's, it's going to provide, um, you know, great entertainment value for us because they're just going to look so good. They were talking about a little bit about John Favreau was talking about, um, some of the stuff that they did before you walked in. We were watching earlier today, but they're actually using, they had, um, models on a, on a, um, gyroscope that was controlled that dude, um, one of the production guys built out in his garage. So they're going like, old school as far yeah. as you know stuff mm-hmm. like that but i think you know in a digital era it's gonna look good oh yeah it's gonna look re- so, on, on a gyroscope too you don't have a guy yeah. with holding a stick no yeah flying through the air. on the back of it it's got a gyroscope yeah. on it and it's able to turn as they, <clears throat> they they had the camera on a track and it was going by uh the the model they had and the gyroscope um turned as if it was banking and my big thing is that they could have not put it into better hands than John Favreau. Oh, you, you, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I can't. I mean, just oh, just to sit down with that guy for an hour, I would. Hmm. I would be ideal. He's just awesome, and I, I just can't say enough. And just again, I, and I, he gets it. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. We know that. And he, um, 
he not only gets it, but he gets the bigger picture too. And when you're talking about like Mandalorian or any of these projects they're working on, yeah, th these are not small budget operations. It's like you're talking about scale, like HBO scale, like you're talking Game of Thrones scale. And that's what they're going to spend because these are commercials basically, right? Yeah, yeah These are commercials to lead you in to how they're going to just keep expanding and keep growing and keep keep going and then they're gonna get you at the movie theater, right? And yeah. and they're gonna get me. I'll tell you yeah. right now, based on just what I saw. Well, I mean, not I'm only there. that, I, I I know that you know Hasbro and things like that own the toy lines, but yeah, but Disney Disney's going along the lines too. They've got they just opened up the Ant Man and the Wasp. Yep. Um, ride over in Disney Tokyo. Yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. We've got we've already got the uh, Galaxy's Edge portion coming up in orlando i wouldn't be surprised if we can see i know that universal and there's a whole lot of back behind the scenes stuff happening with uh universal studios in orlando and disney world in orlando as far as who owns the rights to what and what they can use right. as far as superheroes yeah. go right now there's an agreement with universal um that universal has the rights as far as rides and stuff like that within their theme park to use the marvel characters yeah um or certain marvel characters at least i know that they're opening up a guardians of the galaxy um, ride over in Epcot. Um, we saw it when we were there. We saw like them building it, and yeah. uh, it. I'd heard about it, a little bit about it, but it's gonna be over by the the Mission Space Place. Um, but it looks great. Um, it looks big. I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it's supposed to be like the largest indoor roller coaster. Oh wow! In the world. Right. So um, it's gonna be cool. I, I you can so only imagine. Did they give you a story? What the story is behind the ride? Is it? Yeah. A, you're doing this or don't? No, you don't. Okay. No, I mean, but you can you can imagine it's gonna have you know all the main characters in it. Yeah. And um, it, then it's gonna have and the, probably the real actors too because they're doing that with Ant Man and the Wasp. They actually had Paul Rudd yeah. and you know in there um, within the little waiting area like right. films of him and stuff yeah. like scripts and stuff that's cool um so they'll probably have the real characters in there and then they will um they'll have the the soundtrack which is arguably the best part about guardians of the galaxy oh yeah the soundtrack from so. one is great too i liked but there were some duds in there that they yeah. they went b-side and on, on, on uh, volume two don't get me wrong all good songs but again i think they dug a little too deep in volume two so volume three i'm hoping they still hit those other songs that like those other songs you knew who the artists were and so forth but the, like in in volume one you knew them all yeah volume two you knew 50 percent of them the other ones you're like oh yeah who is that guy but yeah you knew them still good still solid songs and uh, but they were some of those i'd looked as like oh those are b-sides but yeah. uh, volume three, hopefully, that's you know they they do that. And I think that makes a big difference. I mean, that's that was the one positive we took from Hellboy, right? Yeah. So I mean, if they can, uh, yeah, music bring definitely sets a yeah, do. It does, and I think with that, especially with the Walkman thing and all that, everything that that the Star Lord has, you know, does, and that just it makes obviously really good sense. So yeah. So I mean, but I mean, back to the subject at hand, the the you know they're gonna put that that amount in there because they've got so many things tied to it. They've really diversified these properties as far as, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, and I think that the the Mandalorian is going to show, that obviously that's going to be the first thing that we get mm -hmm. from this, right? So I think that that's going to show, you know, exactly the production value that they have in it. And if they're, it's Disney, so I mean, they're, they're not going to not have the production value there. But if they don't have the production value there and if it doesn't look like Game of Thrones quality, I'm going to be severely disappointed, but oh. I don't think that's going to be 
um, anything close to that. I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to definitely be at least Game of Thrones quality, if, if not a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, come on, CBS even did a decent job with uh, Star Trek. So I mean, I'm sure Disney yeah. is going to step up to the plate. Yeah, they've done a decent job with um, with the uh, Twilight Zone too. Yeah. So yeah, they did. yeah, I mean, this is definitely the way that. The future's moving as far as, you know... We're, yeah, well, we're they're going to they're gonna have to do well with it because when you're talking, again, about those other uh, extended universe tie-ins, I mean, you're talking about Loki. I mean, you're going to have him all over the place. Yeah. You know, I mean, who knows? I don't know where they're going to pick up with Loki and what period. I mean, he's a 1,000 years old or whatever yeah. he is, a 12,000, whatever he is. I don't know who... I don't know who's older. Who are they? Tw- who's older, Thor or Loki? I think they're around the same age. Because I mean, they're, have, yeah, they grew up together as young kids. They grew up kids, together, but, so yeah. I don't know who the big brother is, but um, yeah. So I mean, you have such a yeah. big spectrum that you can hit on that. So I mean, you're going to have to. Well, any of those other series that we even talked about, they're going to do. They're going to have to really bring a high level of production to it, and I think they will because again, as much as they're going to be entertaining, I still look at them as commercials. For what's coming, and these yeah. they, they're going to pull this through, and and what it, they come well, what, think, what comes out on this is a gamble too because they're going to what comes on the back end of this if these series don't work, yeah. what they're going to try to tie into this at the back end is not going to work either. That. Well, what they're you, I mean you're seeing it with with Star Wars, but uh, what they're doing is they're creating a hole in the market um, with the especially with the Fox Disney deal to where they're they're going to have Marvel movies now and they're going to have DC movies and then the occasional Sony tie-in. Uh-huh. That's going to be happening as far as the Spider-Man universe, but, right, but right. those are really the only superhero movies that we're we're getting right now. We're so saturated yeah. with everything that's going on, and then you know stuff like Hellboy and stuff. Do you, do you know? Do but, you know what the how what, what's the Sony deal with Spider-Man? How I mean, is that it forever? Well, no, they they just renew they're they just renewed it in talks of renewing it, something like that. But and I don't know the details on it. They're they're keeping it pretty close lipped. To where what they're what they're actually doing with Sony right now, but right as of before, they were able to use characters from the MCU into um, the Sony universe, like they did with um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, they're doing that with Spider-Man: Far From Home mm-hmm. as well with um, you know Samuel Jackson. But there's rumors of a second character being in there too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Doctor Strange shows up. But the as far as anything coming back from uh, Sony, like Venom or anything like that, that wasn't a part of the original deal. Now, whether they've worked that into the original deal, and if Sony's smart, they would. Yeah. Um, it's where they would have Venom meeting up with the Avengers or meeting up with another character that ties sure. in. Or Mysterio dropping into a Doctor Strange movie mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh-huh. It's, beneficial, be it's beneficial to both sides. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it would only make sense because they can only go so far. Yeah, and you know, I think I think Marvel just wanted to like wait and see how those films did on their own. I think they did. I think the Venom movie did okay. We'll yeah. see how we'll see how Morbius does. But you know, I, I think that uh, if they're smart, they would have worked into the contract. And I think that Sony's smart at a level. So you know, they would have obviously the. The person that holds more stakes is Marvel, and they're you know they definitely hold a bigger property to be able to to bring um, Spider-Man into, mm-hmm. and Sony's probably is definitely benefiting more than, from that than Marvel is. Um, but I think yeah, but they hold they, they hold, hold they, they hold, they hold some cards. They yeah, hold they, some. They yeah, they definitely got a you know pair of pocket aces there. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Spider-Man, yeah, absolutely. So you know if they leveraged it, uh, but we don't know. But 
you know, the as far as the trailer goes, though, from the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, you know, we and we saw some extended footage over the panel. Um, we watched that um, tonight again to see what was going on. They're on a planet. It's a desert planet. It looks kind of like Tatooine. There's a lot of things that stretch off from Tatooine. It happens after Return of the Jedi, we know. Um, yeah. So the it's uh, I'm going to be really interested to see how they're going to bring that into continuity. And as far as the stream. There's a period of instability, and yeah. that's where this is happening. And it's in, obviously, outer rim planet, planets yeah. where the Empire's touch hasn't completely gone. Yeah. They haven't needed the outer rim planets at this point as much. Um, eventually they'll start harvesting them for every type of ore they have, but yeah. but they do have the presence of the stormtroopers there. Yeah. And again, I don't know at this time as if it's a period where, you know, in the trailer you see those stormtroopers, but they're also are they operating like in a loose type of environment? Yeah, that's really my question. They, they were, I mean, in the trailer or in the 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 cuts that we saw. They were literally taking orders from a civilian, and I thought that was a little bit odd. And I don't know, are they just residuals, leftovers that are just still well, operating, not, or what's going on? It's nothing that that we haven't seen before. We've seen we've seen before the droids. We saw the we saw more of the robots called within episode one. You know the Roger Roger guys. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about the yeah. it'll come to us. Roger, but, Roger, guys. Yeah, the Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger, guys. Roger guys. It's a technical term. You know, whatever their names were, they they were they were taking orders from you know uh, not necessarily civilians, but high-ranking government officials that right. didn't necessarily tie into the empire directly. Exactly. That we knew. Yeah. And so so we don't know, and know, I think that that is a period of unrest because I mean, also at this period of time, uh, a Mandalorian, this guy's rogue too. I mean, mm-hmm. he's on his own and. And that's why he's doing the bounty hunting type of thing, too, because Mandalorians outside of this period in time, for the most part, were controlled by the Empire and utilized by the Empire. Yeah. And I think that, you know, this guy broke away and a guy or gal, we don't know, you know, mm-hmm. who it is. But it'll be cool to see that transition. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm curious about how they play it, because um, during World War Two or shortly after World War Two, after right after World War Two ended, um, there was a time period where the the Japanese um, people knew or didn't realize that the war was Japan over. had yeah. ended or had had lost the war. Yeah, and they were still they were thinking up until like until peace treaties and things like that yeah. were. Dude, they found some of those dudes like twenty years later on these little tiny dot islands and still thinking yeah. that the war's going on. So I'm curious if they do something like that or if they do you know that the uh, the stormtroopers have become mercenaries. At this point, maybe, yeah. But you know, it's I'm. We'll see. You yeah. Know, obviously, we can't. We can. We can speculate all day long. We don't have any information. Yeah, but one thing I will say, it looks badass. The guy looks great. Oh yeah. The the oh yeah. The armor, the whole dealio, all good. Just the weapon, the weaponry that he's carrying too. That long sniper rifle deal. Yeah. Super yeah. sweet. Yeah. Did um I'm I'm sure I was trying to think didn't I mean there, I know within the video games, um Boba Fett had something like that but didn't Boba Fett have something like that within Return or um within episode? Yeah no he, no he's used different weapons I mean yeah. yeah episode five yeah I think so yeah so I don't know I mean it's he it looks good I mean we can't I can't really say anything more than that it's 
they're they're pulling from a new character that we don't well it could be an old character but they haven't released anything or, or said anything about that leads to it possibly being an old character or like strongly leads to it possibly being an old character well i heard rumors of like of, of ren but you and i talked about that a little bit too and it's like the, the timelines don't work yeah. um but again it's a wait and see thing it'd be cool i mean it would be a relief to have it as a new or as a new character you know, and you know, there's there's so much time that they that they can do with bluff characters, like they did when with Solo with uh, with Darth Maul, right? Yeah. To where they had you know Helm as an arching, uh, almost like Emperor level like type of mm-hmm. background on on that movie, and and if they tied in things like that, it would be cool. However, but tying only that, like yeah. on the on the upper echelon, yeah. the umbrella. Yeah. But not, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely having influence, but mm-hmm. not th- what it, the yeah, driving it's, it's motive of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I think that makes that makes a lot of good sense, and I think that that would work. That yeah. would definitely work for me. Yeah. Oh, I am getting all jazzed up thinking about it. Oh, we can go down a million, a million different roads with this. Yeah. Without question. Speaking of Star Wars, um, we did, uh, I know we talked about the episode nine trailer last week, but I kind of wanted to go over it a little bit more. We had, we had Tommy and, um, and Alan on the uh, podcast last week. And, um, as much as I love those guys, it was, it was kind of hard to, to really talk about that, um, in a back and forth discussion with four guys. So let's go over that again. Um, you know, I, I really want to break it down point by point and, and label where things were at. Um, so it starts off that Ray um, is is in the desert, right? And we don't we don't know again what yeah. planet it is. We're thinking Jakku, Tatooine, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I would they I would say it'd be cool if they went back full circle with Jakku, right? Yeah, I'm thinking. Well, let's we'll get to another part in the trailer, but why I'm leaning why I'm leaning towards Tatooine. But, yeah, I am too. But go um, ahead. Just be, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. Um, so we we have her with the she she we get a close up face shot of her, and then we move back to the full body shot, and or or at least we move down to the lightsaber, and she's got the the lightsaber of um, Luke Skywalker, right? So well, we, Anakin. she got Anakin's lightsaber originally, yes. and then Luke's and Luke lost it, and gets back to her, and we we discussed on how it got back to her and the yeah. The, yeah, we don't need to podcast. go over that again. Uh, you no, cleared it up for that. me, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, it speaks a little bit to the character on on her crafting abilities, and I'm curious uh, how much that comes intuitively to her, how much she gained from the books. If they'll even go over that, if they'll cover that within continuity of comic books or novels. Do you think that? Do you think that the the books from the the tree? Yeah, is are gonna play that big of a? Uh... No, I think they will. I don't think they'll, they'll cover anything like. I mean, so so the story of the books behind in the tree are the original. They're the, the original text of the Jedi. Text of the Jedi. Yeah. Right. And so where the Jedi started, right? So they didn't have lightsabers. They didn't have. It was the Knights of the Old Republic era. Right. Or before the Knights of the Old yes, Republic era. So, that. so I mean, you're talking about swords. You're talking about like other things. You're it doesn't like hard weapons like we would think of like medieval times. Right. Type of thing. So completely different scenario and and so i mean a lot of those things like i think that it'll go over the spiritual type of stuff with the force and the way that they're shaping it they'll they'll make the books shape 
what the the force is now within within Star Wars universe. And so I mean, we went through um, uh, a uh, kind of a feeling, kind of like a, a Zen type of thing with the, the original series. Um, and then prequels, we went through Metachlorians, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're back to more of a spiritual based, you know, like um, it's this overarching entity and it, it exists within all people. And it's, there's not, they're not going back to, the, they're not going to Metachlorian level, but they're, they're more, it's more than just like this ability. It's, 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 it's reaching the gap between those two and, and they're bringing everything all together and, and saying that, you know, it's it's this godlike spiritual entity that that allows you to be able to do things, right? Sure. So, um, I think the books will cover that. Is is I think the books will will give us a better understanding of that, and I really hope that they take those books and publicate, like actually oh. have like a publication. Um, I'll read them. Yeah. No. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. Absolutely. So, after uh, we see her Jedi, or after we see her. Um, uh, lightsaber we, we hear um, something in the background uh, it sounds like a, a TIE fighter it sounds like something around that um, although it's on land and so um, we eventually we do see that's the TIE fighter it's it's the silencer yeah uh, Kylo Ren's TIE fighter that is coming after her. and then she jumps jump forces flips over it flings on the lightsaber and wham and then she's uh uh, that's where it cuts, and yeah. then we get a we get a well, voiceover. I, I think a, one point that I mean relevant, maybe maybe not. I don't know, but you got uh, again the whole Kylo struggling with who he is, and all mm-hmm. that type of business. Let's think about this for a second. All right, he's blazing in. He at that point he could just unload mm-hmm. if he wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what. I saw, it, it, I actually saw a meme of that. Yeah. I remember, I think it was Mr. Sunday Movies, so shout out. But um, I think Mr. Sunday Movies actually talked about this very point. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, it, like it, the TIE fighter zooming at her and it doesn't shoot. And mm-hmm. then he, he like cut an image story, like a shot, and then Ray was just gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, so I don't know if that's an indicator of how he's still so confused or whatever you want to call Kylo at this point. But, you know, obviously he had dead to, dead to rights. He had it. He had it if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, close range again, like that, slow-moving yeah. target, yeah. And again, the, the, uh, the yeah. Luke lightsaber could have reflected those. Yeah, so I'm curious <laughs> to where they... Because they left the last... They were on decent terms. I mean, like I wouldn't say that they were on great terms, but they were definitely better with each other than they were at the end of episode... Um, at the end of episode seven, yeah, their brother um, and sister had a big fight, and they're getting over it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, exactly right. So yeah. I mean, not not like foreshadowing or like predicting anything, but yeah. they were, you know, it's it was that type of relationship, and then they're back at this point to where presumably Kylo Ren's in the po- cockpit of the ty- of the silencer there, and he's chasing down after her, like just running her over. So how do they, like I'm curious to how they get to that point. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, what? Yeah, what would drive it to the middle of a desert? Mm. Her being there, and then him coming in and that. Or that yeah, way. I've got I've got some points at the end of it, at the the last frame or two. Okay. That that lead me to a certain thing. Okay. Um, we get the Luke voiceover, um, and this is where the voiceover start. But basically, Luke says that you know a thousand generations are with you, 
and then subtitles come over and says every generation has a legend. So, you know, there's the the title of the movie, The Rise of the Skywalker. I think I don't think that it relates to. I don't know though, like because I'm torn on this. It, it could. I think it more likely relates to Ray. Yeah. Because she's the new legend. She's the new right. The new um, you know Skywalker. Yeah, it's not Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. There's no yeah. S on the end of it. Yeah. So there's only one that's going to rise. So the yeah, and that's a big point too. Luke's already at like a point where he's he's a legend, right? So during episode seven, she comes and she they're telling everybody about um, Solo or Solo meets her and she's like, "You're real." And so, I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. been these campfire stories that have went around after the fall of the Empire that yep. have told the story of Leia, Han, and Luke. So the rise of Skywalker doesn't really fit there. Um, the only thing that I really can hold any type of weight into is that Skywalker may be the new term for Jedi. And yeah. like as a, I've as, heard that bandied about a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it fits. I think it's too on the nose, but... Um, but it's also something right in your face that you wouldn't think about, too. Uh, well, I mean, we, we did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we well, did. That was like one of the first theories I came about. <laughs> like, yeah, but so you're saying, obviously, instead of, uh, you know, her carrying on, the Jedi will be... They'll be Skywalkers. Yeah, be I mean, Skywalkers. she's going back to an orthodox approach. She's got the book, right? Yeah. And we've seen in the comics um, that tie the two together um tie seven or eight and nine together that, that she's been reading the books yeah i think i think may that hold, does hold some weight that yeah i think would. that i think that not knowing what happens in between these movies that hurts a little bit too you know what i mean yeah. we were making like very little between yeah a ton but there's enough time to do something yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's an interesting they, premise, though, because I mean, you talk about you know ending this saga. I mean, it's been Jedi, 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 right? Now we're gonna move on, and we're gonna if we if we go that route, and we say okay, it's gonna let's talk Skywalker. It make I mean, it it could hold up. Yeah, it, it definitely could hold up. I'm not saying that it, that it, it's weak in its premise. I don't think it is at all. I think that it makes uh, it makes sense. But again, it's a guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a guess. I mean, there's very little to go off of. And within the panel, they gave us very little. They JJ talked about, or they a couple of people actually talked about timeline that's passed. Uh, the um, who's the the guy that plays um, Finn? Yeah. Well, he loves to talk, doesn't he? Yeah. So he gave he gave a little bit out about the timeline, and he said that it was it was going to be a year, I think, after um, after episode eight. Is that really okay? Yeah, so I didn't hear that. Uh, that's the only that's the only word that we've got on timeline wise. But, I mean, that's definitely a time enough to read a book a couple of times, right? So <laughs> to get to know a book, right? And if you get and if you get the uh, ghost of Luke to help you out, yeah, yeah, ghost Luke Yoda, Good Yoda, yeah, yeah. You might I as think, well bring up Dalgorma too. I mean, yeah. Yoda's master. Yeah, have him come and help out too. Have uh, have have the whole gang have yeah. Obi, Obi Wan. Yeah. sprinkle a little mace on that. You're good to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Have a little bit of. Um, you could even have Jar Jar pop up as a. Oh guys. really? No, we don't know. No, no, no. The, <laughs> oh, the rise no. of Jar Jar. No, the, oh gosh, no! Please, 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 Disney Plus, don't do that. Oh, 
Oh my god, it would be so great if they had a uh, no, a Jar Jar no, it would not. TV show. No, it would not. It would no. be it would be it would be good for like an episode or two, just because it would be like be so cringeworthy. Oh. It would be good. Oh, but, oh my god, <laughs> please! <laughs> if they had like, what if they had like a what if series, kind of like they're doing with the Marvel thing, but instead of having um you know like like have instead of Anakin like taking the mantle on like yeah. Having a Jar Jar was yeah. like force sensitive, and, and Jar yeah. Jar took the mantle. And on. it's more of a uh, like a get smart type thing where he doesn't know what he's doing, but just yeah. happens to it succeed every time. Like, you I know, mean, think about like think about like the force and like and the stuff that they say about the force. And I mean, the they a lot of people say that Ky- or, uh, Solo was force sensitive, and that's why he was such a good pilot. And um, so I mean, you you could you could play that into Jar Jar. I know a lot of people have said. Okay, I'm on. Bo- okay, okay, I'm on board with Jar Jar. Yeah. If we go down the the route of the comedic approach. Yeah. To a guy, oh, I have the force, and then all of a sudden he does some silly things, and uh, you know, I, that could actually be funny. Yeah. I, I well, could I mean, actually because you really haven't seen a comedic Star Wars other than the Christmas special, but yeah. other than that, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, that could. Uh, that could be funny. That could be funny. Yeah, he was he was on the panel. He was uh, he wasn't on any like he he was on any like any panel tied to anything. But he was he was on a, a panel. The guy that plays Jar Jar, he was on like the uh, they did an episode one. Did panel. they have an extra seat or what no? Was going that, on I mean, there? they had Hayden Christensen on there. Too, oh wow, so. they had two empty seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was good. He was good in things like uh, I mean, not in Star Wars. He no, he was good, horrible in that. I mean, he had like life as a house, and he had other properties that he was good at. Wow. I just think with with the way that George does things um, on set, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that you know it just really worked out for the prequels. I think Episode One, especially like George, kind of I, I think George was more of a a reasoning behind that failure and the writing. I don't necessarily blame any particular actor. No, I felt a little that. bit on that one that it was basically a cartoon for toys. Yeah, you know, but um. Hmm. Still part of it. Watch. I've seen that. I don't know how many times, but yeah. So we get that. We get that um, tie over to every generation has a legend. Um, then we get the um, helmet. Uh, the, yeah. We get Kylo, or we get Kylo's helmet, at least being prepared or repaired. I think both you and I disagree on this. You you think that it's probably somebody else, right? I agree. I I, I don't think it's Kylo fixing his own helmet. I don't. I disagree. I think it. it and, okay. Looks... Okay. This is why I disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. When you see the hand that's working on it, and again, it's only three seconds. There's all this fur. Yeah. So unless he's wearing like a pimp coat, yeah. There's no way that that Kylo's fixing his own helmet, and it just. And we know we know from episode eight that Kylo had, ha, has no hair on his upper body yes, whatsoever. Exactly. Yes. From the shirtless scene, right? Right. So what? So I doubt he's is he fixing his helmet on Hoth, or <laughs> what? That was what I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just thought that, that was interesting. I think that. To, well, get your point. What's your point that you, you disagree? With I just I think that the so the the arm it's got um it's got fur sticking out of somewhere. It's got fur sticking out of, of a, a sleeve of some kind, right? We don't know what the sleeve is, but the hand doesn't look that hairy. Like whenever I went back and watched it a couple times, obsessively, and uh, stayed up way too late. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the hand doesn't look like it's it's actually 
um, hairy. So, you know, I think that's I think it's some type of underdressing for a shirt, um, like a, a dawn type of like a, a dawn no, but, coat but, type but of see, thing. Kylo, I mean, everything Kylo's worn though, it's always been sleek. Yeah, you know what I mean. The robe, the sleep. I mean, he's all. It's all about. I, I unless he borrowed something from Lando, I don't think he's. Uh, I just don't think that's him. No, but I may be wrong. But I think that what's important that I took away from that too, not who's repairing it. We can discuss that, and we'll we will eventually figure out who that is. But um, that a it's getting it's getting repaired. Yeah. So that kind of makes me lean back to where, you know. The first part of the trailer, I think he's struggling a little bit. You know, he obviously didn't blast her out of the sand. Yeah. But now it's like, how much is he struggling? If he's, if he wants to regain regain his helmet and that mantle and go back to more of a Darth type of feel to himself. It was know? never officially a Darth, but yeah. Well, I mean the Darth Vader feel, the, the helmet. The feel, you know yeah. what I mean? That that feels. You want to go back to that that type of thing? You know, where he's hiding himself more. Yeah. You know. But then again, well, we'll get to that part of the trailer too. He's yeah. not wearing it. So, the we've got uh, after that, um, we've got Lando, the shot with Lando on the Millennium Falcon. Yes, going into right. hyperdrive. Going into hyperdrive. Uh, laugh from Lando. Uh, nothing really to say about that other than Lando has the Lando swagger. Yeah. That Lando always has. He, he's wearing the same um, shirt as he did in yes. uh, the solo movie. Yeah. That the character did at least that mm-hmm. um, Donald Glover wore in the, the solo movie. So, you know, it's... Uh, well, Lando's the best-dressed Star Wars character on the planet. Oh, yeah. No, Donna Bonner. He does everything. I mean, capes. I mean, he... he yeah. No one, no no one, one rocks a cape better uh, than him. Darth does. Darth, yeah. I was about but to that's say. a long cape. I'm talking about those little shorter waist capes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anybody else wore it, it'd be kind of like one of those turtlenecks. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Dickie. Below the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. He he's definitely the only one that could pull off the swag that he pulls yeah, off. No doubt. Um, maybe Finn. Finn could probably mm-hmm. do it. And Finn's definitely he's got blue pants now. So, yeah, he's so happy. You know, anything's, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything's possible. So we we got we have that. Um, we have uh, Pirate Three CPO on the uh, looks like kind of like a uh, land cell cruiser, like the what they had on um, barge. Type thing. Yeah, like a barge type of thing, like kind of like what they had over at the Sarlacc pit except smaller so you know we've got c3po we've got r2d2 we've got um finn and we've got poe on that running from uh stormtroopers on land speeders looks like yeah what i th- what that's what i was going to say what was driving me more to tatooine though is like when you look at those pillars yeah. in the ground that looks like a pod racing field yeah. to me well so. so i think by location so they, they record or they shot that at jordan and they shot the original Tatooine on jordan too right yeah so um, by the way, I think whenever I was over there, I was probably just a couple of miles away from there. I think they probably did it close to the, the, um, and you didn't go space. I didn't think about it. You had something point. else we to had, do when you were in Jordan. Well, <laughs> I had to save up money, but other than that, um, yeah, I was saving money. So I didn't get to go to, um, Petra or anything like that, but, um, definitely have the opportunity to, uh, if I get to go over there again, I'll definitely go over to like Petra and, um, I wish they would do like a Lucas Films tour like type of thing yeah. to you where you could do like where they shot um, Indiana Jones or Petra and then they did like the uh, the Star Wars stuff over in um, yeah. the well, I'd like to go I'd like to go to New Zealand and see the Hobbit holes. So, right, we, got, so we got Lando hyper driving out. Yeah. Then you then got, got uh, the barge coming off the uh, pod racer. Yeah. 
Um, anything else that you grabbed from that beyond the the I, the the stormtroopers looked a little bit different. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. They. they I mean, they look cool. They're they're definitely reminiscent of the. Yeah. Um, the regular bike trooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still have the same right. type of vent on the front. Yeah, except and, it's all white. Yeah, it's all yeah. white. Yeah, exactly. I think it yeah. looks cleaner. Yeah. Right. We've got the shot of Leia um, hugging Ray. Right. And I and I did hear that um, what they have with Leia is not CGI stuff. It's like legit Leia footage. So mm-hmm. it, they didn't fake any of that stuff. So what you're seeing with Leia and this is stuff that they've been able to retread. And, yeah, all and from episode in. 7 and episode 8. Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, I thought that was great that they were able no, to do yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, and to bring her back and to see Carrie. Yeah, it looks like it looks like the same shot as um, when she when she's consoling Ray after um, after Han dies in episode seven. Right, that's what it yeah. looks like the exact same yeah. shot. So I'm curious as to whether every shot's if you're going to be able to pick out every shot. I don't think it's going to necessarily take away from the movie. No, just because they've. You know they've they've doctored it enough to where it looks different. I mean, people have mannerisms and stuff that they, you can say that you know it, it looks similar because they're the same people and stuff. All right. But yeah, so it's cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool what they're doing with with Carrie Fisher. I think that um, it it lays itself a lot more to reputation than what would be if they were to do uh, a rendering of Carrie Fisher similar sure. to you know what they did with. Um, with uh, the admiral during, um, during the rogue yeah. one type of thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, we never even talked about rogue one. That's another episode I think that we could talk about that. There's a lot of positives in that too that we could yeah, absolutely tease out, and a lot of a lot of good, good uh, baseline stuff that you know we can justify and show where that's appeared and how it's driven other pieces in the Star Wars universe. I think is important. Yeah. I think it would probably make make good May the fourth episode, like May the fifth. Yeah. Well, May fourth, that'll probably be a five hour episode if it's all Star Wars. Yeah, we'll do all Star Wars that day or something. Let's there's anything big. I mean, that's that's after Adventures in Game. Yeah. All right. So okay. So we're through that. Leia. Um. Then we have the uh, all the characters all together that we've got. First time. Ray. All together and within this preview the first time. Yeah. Um, I mean, JJ said that they in were... a movie. Mm, no, they've never all been on screen at the same time. Not, not within the previous movie. So I mean, within within the trailer, we know this is the first time well, we've the, seen them. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's within. JJ says that they're he's bringing them all together. Yep. At a point. Um, and and with the way that that Disney does these trailers, it's very reasonable to say that they would. It's probably within the first act, so it could be the first time that they're seeing everybody together um, within the movie. But they're they're on a grass laid planet, and they're looking off into a bank. It looks like Ireland, and they're going looking off into a Death Star that's that's been laid down. So the question is, which Death Star, and um, what planet? Right. I think it's the original. You think it's the original one? Mm-hmm. I do. I'm just trying to think of like location that they were. They were at for the original one because they 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 had the rebel base that they left from. Mm-hmm. So we we have to think that's probably somewhat close to there. Yeah, I mean they 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 obviously didn't hyperdrive out. So I mean they they flew off of the base to attack. So, but anyways, they they you know we we all the the people together. 
all the characters together for the first time in the trailer. And they're looking off into this bank. And the bank, they see a Death Star. So we don't know which Death Star it is. We don't know what planet it is. I think it's probably the... I think it could be, I think it could be either Death Star. But then we have the big reveal within the, the trailer. And we have the Emperor laugh come over as <laughs> the trailer, right? The we've crackle. Got, we've got um, Seth Rogen's laugh. Yeah. The, the Emperor Palpatine's laugh over the the trailer monologue. So um, this lends itself into what I think is going on with Kylo. Um, so in a similar way that Anakin was taken by Palpatine and what, whether Palpatine's alive, whether it's Sidious, whether it's um, a large number of different people that you know, it could be. I think it's it's obviously Palpatine influence. So it, mm-hmm. it could be Palpatine. I know there was a point where Palpatine had Luke with two U's. Yeah. Uh, on his, you know, he had cloned himself as 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 Luke, um, or had cloned Luke and then had yeah. possessed that body. So. Uh, I think that Palpatine is influencing Kylo. Um, I don't know who's building the helmet. I think that it it could be Kylo. I think it could be somebody else. But then I think that that they're kind of pulling the strings with Kylo in the background, whoever Palpatine is influencing at this point. Well, obviously, Kylo's strings can be pulled by anybody. Yeah. I mean, again, I talked about how Snoke I thought was necessary to have in the movies, but weak. You know, I, I was not a Snoke guy. But um, he's very easily influenced. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, again, another wait-and-see type of situation. I mean, what, what they're going to do. But, I mean, when that, when that came on, though, I was like, whoa, that, that, that's powerful, though. But, again, I think the other thing that we have also need to realize, too, is the voice that you're hearing in the beginning is obviously a spirit of Luke, Mm-hmm. Is that a spirit of him? Do we got a bunch well, of we got a we got a bunch of force spirits running around? You know, yeah, rise of the force spirits. Yeah, um, I, I mean that's the question, right? Is that that rise of the Skywalker could mean a multitude of different things? Is is Luke back in physical form? Is Emperor back in physical form? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say that. You know. Yeah, as a Skywalker, I mean, it depends on how you want to want to use interpret, and that's exactly why they wrote it that way. So yeah. people would have these conversations. But Loose yeah, enough to where you yeah. know, it can mm-hmm. be interpreted in multiple different yeah, ways. Yeah, because we're still struggling with is is Rey a Skywalker or not? We don't know. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's that. Is that the rise, or yeah. again, or is it he's come back completely? Who knows? And this is the saga of the Skywalkers. I don't think that Ray needs to be a Skywalker in this. Um, I would like to see her character move on. I'd like to to see more of that character um, beyond just the saga. I think that the next saga that they do, um, I would like to see her. I I don't think that they're gonna pull her as a Skywalker just because you know it's they've they've said that the next saga is not gonna revolve around the Skywalker. Well, they can't. They can't do yeah. that. They they can't. I don't think I mean, she's a Skywalker, but no. she'll she'll be. Yeah, so I mean, I don't think that she's a Skywalker per se. I think that there could be something more there. There's obviously more there than what what um, Kylo was uh, pointing at. Yeah, I mean, so the a, I mean, you yeah. can interpret the connection between Kylo and her just as a Force connection, a dark and light connection. You know. 
Yeah, I don't think there has to be like I think they could be tied so closely together within the force. I don't think there has to be. But it, but again, that type of force connection in the past has always been demonstrated through a through. brother and a sister, yeah. which we've seen with Luke and Leia. So um, we don't know which way the force works. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like they. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's not like Yoda can just walk through a town and say, everyone, this is Force Sense and this mission's not, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe Yoda could, but... Uh, yeah, I think Yoda... Some of the other Jedi Council, maybe not so much. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit deeper research to even see how a lineage could even support Rey. I mean, how that lineage could even play out. I mean, how could the lineage... How could she be a descendant in the Skywalker clan when we know all the players for the most part i mean unless there's something i'm missing well i mean there was there's a big time jump there between well, luke and or with i know that within the novels luke had had right but that's yeah i mean it's it's not canon right but, but it's, that's it's, all been removed from it now yeah so. but i mean they they've taken things from that i mean there's they've been well, i know that they've they've used thrawn within oh the, <laughs> Yeah. Don't bring up Thrawn with me. I love well, him. I'm just saying like other characters that, that previously yeah. weren't part of canon, but they've tied, they've they've brought um, those storylines into canon. Like, and they like, should. Yeah. Thrawn, please, anybody listening, read the book. Fantastic book. If you don't want to read the book, read the comic series. It's basically an adaptation of the book. The book's mm-hmm. far, far better. But I'm telling you, Thrawn... And is 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 awesome. I mean, the way that they portray him and the way that they talk about it, it gives you such an understanding. If you read that book, it will give you such an understanding of what is going on within the entire galaxy of Star Wars and how it works. The inner, the, the way that you know what what the Empire does. You know, we see what what the Empire is doing as far as you know attacking planets and doing this and doing that. But he he's also at a disadvantage because he's thrown and he's not um, the norm, the norm for these yeah. guys. And, and he's from a very uh, different type of planet. I want to ruin anything because it's really well. It's just, just read the book. It's really, it'd be a really good Disney plus series. Oh, it would be. Did. And it will, and he's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I think more and more people are gravitating towards him. And I think the comic book series helped yeah. and the book helped. It did a second one, second books out too. Haven't read that yet, but and I will read it, but so I mean, obviously, and this is canon, so this is all going to hold. So I think that we will eventually see him at some point, yeah. and I think when we do, it's going to open up a whole nother, a whole nother genre and, and entity because he's not only he he in a way he plays both sides of it, right? Yeah. So he plays, you know, his end game. He has what he wants to accomplish, and if it means that the Empire supports him, then fine. If it means that he has to go outside of that and somebody else supports him, that's again, that's fine too. But ultimately, in the end, he always he always comes out. I mean, he's cunning. He he's very elusive. He's extremely intelligent, and I think that uh, he's a, he's such a strong character. There's so many dynamics to him, and then he has his buddy Vanto with him, which is his uh, personal attaché, or you know, at the one time he's a linguist guy, but. Uh, those two and that character too could be played out very well. Um, there, there's a lot that can be done with Thrawn, and I, I just, you know, I'm glad you brought him up because you know I'm passionate about that one. Yeah. I, I like Thrawn a lot. I really can't get enough of that. I think it's going to be good. No, yeah, I mean, but in, in the same way that they they 
they brought things that are aren't weren't necessarily canon at a point mm-hmm. into back into canon. Uh, you know, and they've redeveloped those those types of storylines. Yeah, I think they could do that with with Luke. And, you yeah, know, they, they'll yeah. have after the saga's done, they'll have plenty of stuff that will come through and give mm-hmm. us the answers that connect those dots together. Well, what I think is interesting about Thrawn, and you got to read the book. I'm not going to tell anybody what happens because I, I do recommend you read that book. Is that the the last the last chapter of that book and the last two pages? I'm telling you, bingo. That's that is that's beautiful. The way that they tie it together, and it's tied together with with some intensity and some strongness. And I'm not going to say what happens, but read it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, speaking of Star Wars, we've got um, some more Mark Hamill news that came out this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Mark Hamill playing my wife's favorite uh, character on the big screen, uh, Chucky. Chucky, child's play, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my wife. Let me ask you this though: Are you really ready? I mean, oh my goodness. Okay, are you ready for another child's play? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. There's there's been enough time to where there's been a cooling off period. Cooling off? It's been it's gone been, for twenty years. No, they did the Bride of Chucky, right? Was that twenty years ago? Oh God, the Bride knows? of Chucky. Uh, they did, or they did the Cult of Chucky. Cult of Chucky was the last that, one. That that was the last one because Bride of Chucky was. Then, yeah, I, 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 you know what? I dropped off after one and two. I think. I don't know. I, I watched them as a kid, and so. Oh, they, um, at the time, at the time with what was out and everything. Yeah, it was good. That was a great movie. I mean, was, it really Child's Play was like, what are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, uh, was it was it Little Buddy? That was the, yeah, the Little Buddy. Added yeah. Little Buddy doll. Yeah, Little Buddy doll. Yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah, uh, before I watched before I watched Child's Play. Yeah, I didn't like that was the like that was the one I was like, such a you know like scared little kid. But the that was the one series that just didn't affect me, and I, I watched it and I was fine with it. Yeah, but he was a little badass though. Yeah, he was yeah, a little was, badass yeah. in that movie. Yeah, it was good. So, but yeah, my wife hates that. Like she's she's got an abundance. Like like the the one person like. Everybody's got that one thing that they like they will not watch or like that scares them beyond belief. And Chucky, for whatever reason, is hers. But I uh Mark Hamill within that is genius. He does voice acting so well oh. between the Joker and Let's just pause the, on that one second. I yeah. push the Joker. Yeah. The way he plays the Joker and does the Nobody Joker. Else is gonna be, yeah. That is so, 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 so good. Yeah. I oh, yeah, he 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 makes. Um, I just can't say enough about that. I mean, we keep talking. I mean, obviously, he's. That's one thing. Whenever I watch Joker or whenever I watch Batman movies, like animated movies, yeah, that's that's the one thing that that kills it for me. Is if if Mark Hamill yes. isn't playing the Joker, you can tell watching, it a mile away. I was watching the uh, the yep. Return of the Dark Knight um, uh, the the other day or like a couple weeks ago, and the Joker and it's good. He's he's a decent Joker, but it's it's no it's no Mark Hamill. Right. And it's it, it killed it somewhat for me. And for those who haven't haven't dipped the the, the toe in the pool of uh, Mark Hamill's Joker, just Google it, yeah. watch them all because it, is, it, it makes it, it holds up in every one of them. He has a panel of mm-hmm. film like he'll do like a he did he did a thing from Killing Joke at a, a Comic Con. I don't remember if it was New York Comic Con or San Diego Comic Con, but he did. Um, the panel for the Killing Joke, and he does like a read through of just a line on the Killing Joke. Oh, oh my God, it just chills. Yeah, chills. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, I think I think that side of Mark Hamill, um, and he that's a very good side. He's he hasn't only done the Joker; he's done other things, but that's definitely the most memorable thing that he's done as far as voice acting. And he, he'll I think he'll be great. But they did have like a line that they showed within the new Chucky, Chucky trailer, to where he spoke in it, mm-hmm. and it, it sounds it sounds just. Like it sounds like the character, like you would imagine the character being. If you didn't have, like, but I think what I think what you're gonna get, notions. I think what you're gonna get. I don't know who did the original voice, but yeah. I think what you're gonna get with him is is that voice. He's gonna capture the voice because he's that talented. It's different, but it's gonna the, he's gonna it's gonna be yeah. there's gonna be that tweak. There's gonna be that no, little it's, tune. It's, it's gonna have lighter. the touch of the hammer. Yeah. So yeah. so the the original one, I, I'm with you. I don't know who did the original one, but it was it was darker, it was deeper, it was almost mm-hmm. like a. Possessed. Like, like if you had like yeah. a New Jersey accent with a smoker mm-hmm. like type of thing. <laughs> but um the the new the Mark Hamill one's very childish. It's it's like it's it's like he's taking he's got he's got almost like a childlike presence to it. And mm-hmm. it's it just it adds like an extra oomph to that yeah. that creepy level. Well it's gonna make you buy in. It's gonna make you buy yeah. into Chunky more. Yeah, you yeah. know, especially if you can take it's like a Teddy Bruxford like yeah. type of voice. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it, that's what that's what it takes, though. It's because obviously it's a doll uh, that's possessed, or uh, you know. It, but it's going to take something to take it over over the top. Keep the childish touch, yeah. You know the childish tones and the voices, but have that that extra, mm, and that's what mm-hmm. he's going to bring. And I and I haven't even seen that. I heard about it, but I haven't listened to that line that you're talking about, the actual uh, cut. Yeah. But um. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, sure I mean, I think you'll you'll get the same type of feeling. That what's I the what's? Do you have any? I mean, don't look it up, but do you know the release date on that? Is that like a Halloween thing or June twenty first? Wow, not wow. Halloween at all. June twenty? Really? They're gonna go June twenty? See, that's not good. I think it's. I think it will be good because it's. Well, no, the movie will be good, but let's. I mean, again, we're talking. This is summertime. We've got so much stuff going on between. That's a that's a Halloween release. Um, uh, two months ago, no, I don't I don't think it's a Halloween release because I don't care. I mean, it's still horror, and it's still people associate that. Yeah, I get that. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm Thanksgiving not saying a Thanksgiving I'm saying, release. No, I'm saying before Thanksgiving. I say I say you do it end of summer, end of summer blockbuster season. Mm. You you do it like August, September, like late 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 August, early September. I think packing it. I think putting it in in June is a mistake. Yeah, I agree. There's just so much going on, like between now and July. Yeah, and you know, everything. people aren't going to go to the movies, but so often, right? They're not going to go every yeah, weekend. No, no, you don't have like anything like Movie Pass anymore, to where yeah. you can go and buy like a thing and then go see as many movies yeah. as you want to. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it'll do well. I think it'll do fine. Yeah, especially for Chucky. Yeah, for I, I, trust me. I don't think the budget's going to be extreme. No, it looks good. No, it'll be good. No, don't get me wrong. It'll be good. The cinematography on it looks good. So I think they actually had somewhat of budget there, but like, and I mean I don't know. It's 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 kind of like one of those things where they they, they come back in fads, and you've got you've got the glasses of the world like like glass the then my Shyamalan movie that just came out, it's a horror-ish movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got burn or bright burn that's coming out soon. You have the um, Jordan Peele movie that just came out, right? So I mean, there's it's definitely moving in in a with cyclical right it's, it's cyclical to a point where like it's it's comeback so mm-hmm. i think i think it'll be fine is 
it's not I don't like the release date, but other than that, I think the movies will be good. I just, I just, I wanted to we'll do. We'll go see it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're we're gonna be going seeing like a movie every week between now and like in July. Yeah. We'll go see a movie. We'll go see it Thursday. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll be going to see it Thursday. I'll see it Friday. In game. So, um, let's move on to the biggest news of the week, and obviously the biggest news of the week. Every everybody's been talking about. Jason Momoa's beard, right? <laughs> so I, I haven't hear, been, but okay. <laughs> if I hear one more person talking about Jason Momoa's beard, then I'm just going to go crazy. But my wife's been doing this thing like all week. She she posted up the thing about um, men having more germs, men with beards have having more bacteria. More bacteria yes. germs, right? And so at that point, I'm like, well, I haven't trimmed my beard in a while, so I'll go trim it. And and I told her, like, just quit being so passive-aggressive on it, right? Yeah. And then, like, the Jason Momoa thing comes out, and I just knew it was coming. <laughs> I saw it on like, I saw it on Twitter, and so, like, whenever he released it, and, like, I knew that it was coming from her mouth. Yeah. And then, like, she, she said it, and I'm like, or she goes, she goes, did you hear what was going on today? I'm like, I swear to you, if you say <laughs> something about Jason Momoa's beard, him coming, cutting it off, but yeah, everybody's going crazy about it. Yeah, um, everybody's like, all the women are losing their minds and stuff. I'm like, see, look, people like beards. <laughs> That's it. So, um, but no, the the real the real big story of the week, obviously, is Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. So Game of Thrones yeah. had season eight, 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 episode one of Game of Thrones, and uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll we do a disservice not to talk about it. I'm, sure. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. We're gonna have a Game of Thrones specialist on next week. Yeah. Um, that literally knows every single little thing about Game of Thrones, and he will uh, be able to talk to a lot more authority than we are. But we are going to go ahead and talk about it um, sure. and what we got from the series. So yeah. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff that I got. There's a lot that went on, yeah. Um, you know, obviously they've got some rem- remnants of previous episodes. There's definitely a lot of callbacks to episode one of season one um, with uh, the kid climbing the tree the same way that. Um, that Arya and that uh, that um, Bran had climbed trees yeah. within Arya, and specifically that she had went and got a, the first look at the king as he was rolling through, and yep. we see the king of the north riding mm-hmm. in with uh, the new queen, um, uh, uh, Daenerys, at the, the the little village between um, where they were coming from and uh, Winterfell with um, the army, and then he passes right through Arya. Um, as he's running up to go and, and get a closer look at the king and queen. Um, um, I wasn't expecting them to hit on the uh, the lineage of, of Jon Snow yeah, as quickly as they did. Yeah, I think I feel I felt like well, they were going to lean into it a little bit well, more. All you only got eight episodes. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, since you only have eight, if this was going to be a regular series of whatever fifteen, whatever they do, sixteen, yeah. I think that you would have waited. But I think that at this point you had to put it out there. Yeah, I think you had to because I mean you gotta add that wrinkle. Yeah, you gotta add that wrinkle. It feels it just feels a little rushed to me. Um, well, I mean, it is. I but, mean, I know that they're doing longer. Supposedly, these episodes yeah, just be so longer the first, than an hour. The I think the first two are supposed to be an hour long, and then after that they're getting like feature length. They're they're doing like hour yeah. and a half, two hours. So really, you're getting yeah, you know, more episodes than that, yeah. but. It's, I mean, 
I don't know, the director came through and he, um, or the, the director's producers came up. I forget which director it was. It was one of them. There, it's two, right? But um, it was mm-hmm. one of them that, that came up and said, you know, he gave a list of 13 different episodes that you need to watch before you go into season eight. Mm-hmm. And basically, I mean, they ranged anywhere from like season one, episode one and two to, to obviously big hit points like um, the Red Wedding, oh. um, the Battle of the Bastards, stuff like that. And so... Red Wedding, though. Let's yeah. just go back for one second. That, that episode... It's the iconic episode. I right? mean, iconic. I mean, out. It took my jaw on the ground. I mean, it was just that was <laughs> what. Yeah. You know that was that was really something to go that. Wow, that was great. I mean, that really. There's a lot of things you can say are iconic moments and within series, but that one just is a pinnacle, and it was so yeah. well done, and it was so good. But yeah, that 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 was that was tough. Another one for me is the the Battle of Bastards, and there's mm-hmm. that's that's probably been my favorite episode um, so far within the series. And the the director of the next one or the one after that, I, I can't remember if it's the the episode two or episode three of the season, but that director was the same director that was on the Battle of Bastards. Mm-hmm. So, and and that particular director has done um, multiple big battle scenes, so. We know now that the that the the battle of a big battle is going to happen with that director tied to it within the next episode or two. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a big battle with whites, um, presumably mm-hmm. with uh, White Walkers and in the Night King um, at some point within the near future. They, we know they've got to go through Winterfell at some point to be able to get to the rest of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. So, um, it's going to be a really interesting season. Uh, I don't, there's, I mean, there's, there's tons of stuff beyond, um, I gleaned a few things. What did you glean? Okay. So one thing that I, that I find interesting is, is that, uh, Tyrion's kind of in a, in a pickle. He really is. He's painted himself into a corner, which he does from time to time, but you know, he doesn't have too many, he doesn't have any cards left to play. And he's in a situation that it's very precarious for him. And it's like, you don't know, really, is his loyalty to the queen, the new queen or of the Sansa. north? Or is it to um, to uh, Cersei, right? You know, because well, he's protecting... No, he... I, but then again, yeah. it's like, he knows so, the armies aren't coming. He no, knows. he doesn't know. He's. I think he's. he's got. he's got some type of... Um, there's a motive. There's, I think that there's, there's, uh, almost like a child's like, um, naiveness to him. And he's going to, he, he wants to believe in his sister enough to where like he, she's still got redeeming qualities. She can still turn around. She can still put the throne behind her and be able to, to put the good of all the people within all the kingdoms into play and say, and save the entire kingdom itself um over the throne but he's smart enough to i i, I see that he does I, he does play the long game I, I get that but i think that in this particular case family is is clouding his judgment on it I well think not that, just family but also his uh nephew yeah you know i mean the potential is she pregnant or not you know yeah and i mean that's clouding it too so there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of so in too. in his mind he's a guy that's obviously not ever going to 
be in that position of, of supreme power. Yeah. But he's also in a position where he wants to make sure that he's on the right side of, of the powers, whatever it might be. And that's why he, he walks this razor's edge, uh, you know? I disagree. I think I think his allegiance is to to Daenerys. I think his allegiance is to to. But Daenerys, I mean, she she called him straight out on the beach when they were walking on the beach, and she called him right out. She said, you know, to the I, the exact words I don't remember, but to the point of uh, allegiance to something or your family. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was the scene when they were walking through on the beach, and um, it was snow, Danny. Yeah, and I can't remember this. And they go to uh, meet, and he gives her the good the, news yeah. first, and then they keep walking, and then that's when she turns and she says to him. So I mean, she she I don't think Danny is fully fully convinced that he is invested in her queenship. I don't think he, I don't think she believes that, and she keeps him for political reasons. I believe. Yeah. So. Well. I don't know. I think, I, I, I think there's. I think he's got within himself. I think he's got an allegiance there. Um, I think he. Well, you would hope he does because his sister just sent someone to kill him. Yeah. So I, I think that all with the same crossbow he shot his dad on the hopper with. I think all ties to his sister are are probably tied uh, or probably severed, but. I think maybe his brother would hold a little bit more weight than his sister, but well, he's next on the hit list Jamie, after him. Yeah, Jamie's, Jamie's next. Jamie's gonna uh, show up, and and um, I think that there's a lot of foreshadowing there with with Jamie being um, the Kingslayer, and maybe he could become the Queenslayer in this one, right? So, um, on top of the, the already um, established uh, nickname that he's got, so yeah. Well, I'll tell you a couple other things. Okay, I'll, I mean, this I find this humorous, but... I, okay, so I find him annoying, and I'm just going to say... Which one, Tyr- uh, Tyrion or... No, I like Tyrion. I think, he, I think he's really... No, not either one of them. The uh, the dude in the wheelchair, Bran. Oh, Bran? Yeah. yeah, okay, so um, explain this to me. You got a guy sitting in a wheelchair in the middle of this little yeah. area, and he's literally been pulled out there and parked yeah. and just left there for the entire Forgot episode. And not just as he left there. He has these crazy eyes. He just, like, stares at people. Yeah. He doesn't move his head. Yeah. He just, like, so looks at people. And it's like, okay, does anyone notice the dude in the wheelchair sitting yeah. in the middle of the courtyard with all the horse crap and everybody else that's walking around him? They're just like, oh, here's another. They just throw another blanket on him, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, Really? It's like you can't put him like well, maybe I mean, up on a on, on a ledge or something, so he's looking so out a window or he was or, or, he was he's waiting there for Jamie and he makes well, he that, makes a point again, about but it. a whole hour. I mean, yeah. it's an hour episode, but yeah. did they really? I mean, he could have seen All Jamie day. when Jamie rolled in on his horse. He could have still been up at the window looking out at him with those little creepy eyes and looking at Jamie while Jamie pants and says, "Hey, you're the little kid I shoved out the window and you're alive. Holy crap!" Yeah, you know. So, but I mean, it's. It's uh, Dude, I think it's creepy. It, it, it lies. Yes, yes, absolutely it is. But it, it lies to the three-eyed raven approach, and the three-eyed raven was a was is an entity. And you think about the previous three-eyed raven um, before Bran, and you have this guy that's attached to a tree for God knows how long, and so you know there's obviously no there's a detached from a physical mindset and like the three-eyed raven mindset so 
you've got somebody that doesn't mind being being like or i don't know about doesn't mind but but he's he seems attached to the point to where like he doesn't notice that he's he's literally attached to a tree to be able to to have these powers and i think that's the same thing with with brain in that scenario where you know he's he's fulfilling this greater purpose and um and the what, sitting written. in the middle of the courtyard yeah, he's he's he's. I understand what his purpose but, is, but I just think that was kind of silly. Yeah, I think that that was kind of silly too. But um, it definitely makes for good memes, right? So mm, there's been mm-hmm. all the memes this week have been of Bran and Bran looking at everyone that comes into uh, uh, into the mm-hmm. uh, Winterfell as uh, as he did with Jamie. But staring contest. Yeah, staring. Con- I think the. Um, a point that we uh, didn't bring up too was the Greyjoy situation, though too. Mm-hmm. So it was um, in uh, um, and I get the names wrong, so I apologize. This Yaya yeah, is so Yaya is the sister to the one dude that was tortured by Ramsay. Yeah, and um, what's his name? Yeah, uh, the only one that I can remember is the the slave name that I gave him. The um, and I can't remember that one now that you've you've said something, but yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. I so the, what I that I mean, he comes back and gets his sister, which is great. Which you can start. You want that guy to keep try to redeem himself, but he's so damaged that it's just no. It, I think he's, you know, he's definitely on redemption arc. He has to there. be. I mean, because yeah. I mean, he can, can't go. Well, he couldn't go. Any, he couldn't go much lower. Yeah, you know, and you know, you have to think when he jumped off the ship and left his sister. That it was because he knew he couldn't do anything and was going to be planning to come back, but but you hope he steps up to the plate eventually. But no, I think he will. Nah, so that was interesting, and I think that you know that uh, the lack of that uh, naval support is going to be an issue, and they're talking about going back and reclaiming their homeland now because their their crazy uncle, yeah. uh, what's his name? I call him Crazy Eyes, but what's his real name? Uh, Ewan or your first off, okay. Game of Thrones names. Can we just get to some regular names? <laughs> we got Jamie and Samwell. Those are probably the only two regular names. It's not even Samwell. It's Sam. It's well, of course. Yeah, I keep it's, on no, calling Samwell. Name is Samwell. Is it Samwell? Yeah, I think it is. I they call him, Sam. him Samwell because of the Lord of the Rings, but I think he it's plays Samwell. The same character. Okay, well, even if it's not, then great. It's Sam. Sam and Jamie. Easy. The rest of them. Can't we just? What, what what's wrong with like Rob and Fred or something like that? Because I can't remember all these names, and there's yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. And the other thing that I think's missing too, which we know, we're, whatever happened to the uh, the witch lady? Yeah, the red witch. Yeah, what's what's going on with her? Yeah, she made a little. She popped up in one thing, and then boom, she's gone again. She's like Nightcrawler. Boom, boom gone. So yeah. where is she? No, I think at? they'll they'll tie her back in. Uh, that's she has to come back in. Yeah, uh, I mean in. Even the eunuch, I forget his name again. Um, the eunuch, but the oh, the, that um, little conversation between in the opening thing yeah. when they're talking about because you have no balls or something yeah, that yeah. was funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, like, why you why why do you get so offended? Or people make um, you know short people jokes, but the you know anytime that you talk yeah. about me not having balls, then yeah. or you you keep on making these jokes jokes about me not having balls. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean he he talks about he foreshadows a little bit um, of. Uh, the what's to come for Helm and, and what was the foreshadowed to Helm by um, by the Red Witch within episode, the episode. So I think that she's going to come in and she's going to play a part in the, within the season, but also specifically within um, the Eunuch's life. Yeah, so. I don't have to. Be, I have to be honest and be candid and make sure everyone understands. Game of Thrones for me is a show that I watch. 
and I enjoy. Yeah. I don't I don't watch it like I watch Marvel. I don't watch no, it like absolutely. I watch it. Yeah. But I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's so good. I think, I think everything is great in it. And but I, I just don't I, I'm not and that's why next week when we have Seth, oh, I think he's gonna, gonna be yeah. able to really when we're bringing up these points, he's going to be able to hammer them home. We're going to learn a lot of stuff. Yeah, we'll learn week. a lot, too. I think everybody will learn a lot. Yeah. And Because uh, we're watching. I'm watching it personally from a entertainment perspective. And, yeah. you know, I'm following the stories. And, you know, and I got my own little theories and this and that. But I'm not I'm not uh, nearly as invested as Seth's going to be. So so speaking of theories, and, and we will have we'll have Seth on next week. And, um He'll, he'll be able to provide a lot more. Um, you know, the Matt and I want to take this podcast from a point of perspective of the average person on most yeah, things, right? Start paying. We watch TV shows just like everybody else does. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've, we're a little educated on uh, you know a lot of things. We're a lot educated on some things. Star Wars, Matt's got Marvel. I've got. Mm-hmm. We'll bring in people whenever they're hot uh, subjects that that are we're not as clued clued in on. Um, like Seth with Game of Thrones next week, but um, you know we know enough to, to be able to, to at least dig ourselves into a hole. So <laughs> speaking of digging ourselves into a hole, um, what are your predictions for this season? Where, where do you think it will end? Who do you think will take the throne? Um, how do you think the the season will end? Calling it now, if you're a betting man, money at Vegas. How would you call it? And we'll we'll come back and hash these at the end of the season too. I mean the early. I mean I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go snow, John. Okay, what happens? Uh, um. I I think with this knowledge that he's gained, it, it's gonna change some things. I mean, obviously that dynamic between him and the and the dragon queen is gonna have to. That's gotta come something. Oh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. You're asking. That's my gut reaction. You get. You make me. If I have to make a gut pick, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, how it happens um, is is oh, Josh. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really couldn't even begin to say because there's so many moving parts. But I think that um, what he does that the other characters don't do is he never answers a question. Too. He always answers a question usually with a question so he's always he's never puts people on their heels immediately you know what i mean and it's like i think that he's able to to draw people in and he builds trust quickly with people and and, you know he's obviously a natural leader you know it's shown with the you know the night's watch and everything else he's done and all that type of stuff and you know rising above his station as a bastard kid and all that other business so um, I think he has the uh, hoospah, yeah. lack of a better term, to be able to to pull it off. Where close. yes, everyone else seems to have a very clear, driven goal in game type of. I hate to use end game, yeah. but you know what I mean. They have it's a, kind of ruined that word for us. That's it it yeah. is, yeah. They got a finish line where he yeah. his finish line is more about just a complete united country. You know what I mean? And that's what a leader really is. And I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I have no idea. But uh, I, I think that if you had to line them all up and say, pick who you want to be a leader, I would pick him. Yeah. You know? And I think that's 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 my opinion. But I think that um, he really he demonstrates the traits, I think, of a good leader and a strong leader. 
and you know people follow him yeah. and people follow the other people too but why are they following those other people some are out of well it's better than what i had or you know uh, well now they're married so i have to or whatever he doesn't have he didn't he doesn't have the power to get people to do that people do it because they want to and i think that's what will happen but it could be Tyrion. who knows yeah yeah so i mean that would be like Tyrion would be my off the wall type of thing um but who realistically i'm on the same page as you i think it's probably gonna be john um and this is where i'm putting my money down at um my my bet is that john will take over as soon as he takes over though i think he dismantles it he he puts it yeah he, uh, yeah. he puts an end to it and he he gives equal powers back to all seven yes. kingdoms yeah and um how it comes about that i really don't know if i if i had to put like everything on red right now i would say that um Daenerys makes it all the way um but she changes over the course of the long night and over the war and um that she she allows with the the knowledge that i think that Daenerys becomes pregnant of they're they're fooling around right now um and then after that she along that along with the knowledge that that um john is the rightful heir that she relinquishes that but it takes a while like there will be some conflict between the two and then by the end of it she'll be like okay well you know you should have it and you're the rifle for like not only not only through legacy but also through state of mind yeah i think that you bring up a good point though because talking about her you can see she like him too was in a situation right yeah but she was able to she she has leader leader qualities too she freed the enslaved she you know she has that compassionate quality and in the, in the earlier portions of of her development and everything you saw that piece but then it got bigger and it yeah. got bigger and it got to a point that she there was something she couldn't just manage and all of a sudden you get you know five million unsullied people you know what i mean yeah, absolutely. so it's like you can't uh so i think that the qualities that you're talking about are there for her but right now with the climate that she's in she doesn't she's she's a little bit lost too and that's why she leans on Tarion yeah. to a degree because he plays the game and i think that she she hates to have to do that yeah. But she has to because what else does she have? Yeah. And I, and I, and again, these are completely off the ball theories. But I think no, that yeah, you're. I think that to. I think that I could see that coming around. And to see, I mean, it would be nice to see both of them. Yeah. You know, but I think ultimately it'll be him. And I think that she right. I don't think she's going to be dismissed. No. 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 I don't think that she'll. I think she'll make it to the end. No, because she has, as you know, those those folks are very loyal to her. I mean, they. Broke the the bond of the bonds of uh, slavery and everything for those folks. Right? Yeah. So tell us what you think in the comments uh, where you're listening at, or in the comments on Facebook or uh, on Twitter. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Facebook at the Nerd Force Podcast, at Twitter at Force underscore Podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been the Nerd Force Podcast.